Have you ever done a trade show? Have you ever thought about it? What's the benefit of a trade show? Well, let's find out in today's podcast. Hi, this is Daniel Quentin Laxtons, and you're listening to the Roofing Business Builder podcast, brought to you by Roofing Business Builder, uh, the program. It's a coaching program that helps uh, small companies, maybe residential roofers that are crossing over into commercial. So normally they're doing at least $500,000 to close to a million. But if you're wanting to start a commercial division, uh, I teach you how to do that in such a way where it won't harm you. I teach you the little things that can actually cost you thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. And I will teach you the mindset you need to sell to millionaires, how to find them, how to automate your company and uh, how to, tr to scale your company with your employees learning and sticking with you. There's so many things to learn, especially when it comes to even having a manufacturer chased after you while be previously you may have been begging for a manufacturer to license you. So check out Roofing Business Builder. Just go to roofingbusinessbuilder.com and uh, join the program today. Well, in this episode, we're talking about trade shows. Why are trade shows important? Well, there's two reasons why you want to do a trade show. But before we get into that, let me do my intention for this episode. The intention for this episode is everything is always working out. So when it comes to travel, you know, if you're going to go on vacation or if you're doing a business travel to some sort of event sometimes anxiety can get to us you know might be concerned about the family or that things are going to work out that way maybe you have a vehicle that is not running the way you want it to uh, but you have to uh, avoid that anxiety the way we can get around that anxiety is to say that everything's going to work out just i don't care you know it's all going to work out and you know it always does think about it so uh, that's that's something I practice on this vacation uh, oh, oh it was work but remember life is supposed to be a vacation right so it's a Freudian slip but yeah that's what that's the goal that we want to to work towards and so when it comes to work uh, going to a trade show can feel like a vacation and yet you're working but you're actually meeting the people that you want to meet you're developing those relationships that's going to better your business and also better the business for others so let's practice that mindset that everything is going to work out so now this is a this was an awesome week that i had in new orleans for the international roofing expo and i got to meet some amazing fantastic a bunch of people but I also I got to see people that I already knew and so sometimes when we go to trade shows uh, we're gonna meet up with people we already know also but if we have customers at those trade shows we should be going to those trade shows why because when we show our face at a trade show they remember us they may not have thought about you in a while so uh, if you go to a conference, uh, say if you're in a specific niche and you're, you're going to one of those trade shows, you're going to run into some of your customers and they're going to remember you. What if one of those customers you haven't called on in a few years? Well, they see you and they tell you that, oh my goodness, I have like 
four new buildings that I just purchased, but they aren't new buildings. I purchased old ones, they're new to me, and I need roofs to be put on them. So when we go to trade shows, we find people uh, that are sometimes our customers, and then we're gonna find a lot of other people that become our customers. And it's really great too, because when you're at a trade show, you're gonna find the people that actually are the decision makers on purchasing of that roof. And so instead of searching out and trying to find a customer, you can go to a place where all the customers are finding you. They come straight up to your booth and you get to talk to the decision makers one-on-one. -on -one. So this is something I highly recommend. Now, uh, I'm going to show you some of the videos that I, I captured. So it'll be pretty short, but uh, if you're listening to this, I'll make sure that it sounds good, that you can hear what I'm talking about while I'm walking around the trade show. And if you're watching this on YouTube, then uh, you'll actually get to see you know, the interactions that I had. But it's just a short video uh, that I made so that way you're walking around the trade show with me and seeing what I'm seeing. Um, and you can hear what I'm seeing if you're listening. So let's get into my experience at the International Roofing Expo in New Orleans. When you're traveling, always affirm to yourself that it's all gonna work out perfectly. And you know what? In most cases, it always will. You know what you need to do is to break out of the same routine. Go do something weird. Go do something different. So New Orleans, guys, uh, at the convention, but this is the Mardi Gras market. This is pretty amazing, though. But uh, go do something fun. Hey guys, I'm at the International Roofing Business Expo, and this is awesome though. I wanna show you exactly what's going on here. When you go to trade shows, you learn about what's the latest, greatest innovation. So when you're growing your roofing business, it's important to not only do trade shows for your company, but also come to trade shows to educate yourself. So I'm sure uh, some of you are here, love to run into you. Um, maybe run into you on Bourbon Street. <laughs> but like we got A, B, C, G, A, F. Uh, and a lot of these are showing their residential products, but you can also see a lot of new innovative uh, commercial products out here. Remember, commercial is where I want you to be. If uh, you're still doing residential, that's fine. Keep your business going with that as you build a commercial company. And so this is really cool. Look at all the colors here. It's a really awesome show. Um, I've already talked to several people, uh, but I just want to shoot this little uh, video for you to know that uh, there's a lot of people that are always here to help people out. There's a guy over here that you may know. So he's with a customer, so I can't really talk to him right now. <laughs> but uh, this is Warren Barber with Dexel. So if you need underlayment, that's... John King with Dexel. Oh, good, John. Hey, he's the king of Dexel. Well, okay, so... <laughs> I'm just I'm, signed the check. I, I'm shooting this for uh, the Roofing Business Builder like podcast yep, and, yep, and, yep. and dropping some, some things on there for him. But um, what, what's one thing that roofers that you feel that are successful think about? Well, I think about, one is, you think about doing this again in 20 years, right? So if you do it right now, you get to do it again, or your predecessors do. And one is, 
you know, you, you want to have a, a, a roof that's resilient, and um, we think using a hard cover board protects your investment, both for the owner and for the contract. So, yeah, you have a nice, nice flat structure too. Yes, absolutely. But uh, if you have equipment up on that roof, they drop a wrench when they when you use a product like Dexel. You're not going to have any, not going to yeah. not going to compromise the membrane. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. cool. Hey. Peace of mind. Yes. So, uh, but anyways, I'm, okay. We'll see you guys. See you, Daniel. See, I mean, there's just awesome people here. So, now here's the thing, though. Is I want you to also think about doing going to a trade show in your niche. With Roofing Business Builder, we're always teaching that it's the niche, right? If you're if you're trying to go after every customer, you're spending all those dollars. Well, that's a lot of money. Uh, but if you focus on something you're passionate about, then you're going to find a specific smaller amount of customers, spend less money finding them. So you should be doing trade shows. And trade shows are fun. Everyone has fun at night. So, <laughs> you know, tonight, maybe I'll, I'll shoot some videos of that too. Hey guys, down here in New Orleans for the IRE, and uh, I'm at one of the special parties at the Hard Rock Cafe. Now they don't have a band playing, but they might later. You know how that goes. These private parties are kind of fun. Uh, you got a really nice little crowd behind us here. But just wanted to share and say uh, this is great. Have fun. I'll talk to you soon. Remember that a good way to get your spirits up is just go out and listen to some live music somewhere. You know, hang out with some good energy people. And uh, have fun too. But uh, just walking around. Oh, look at this. We're at a trade show and look at this. Champagne? That's pretty amazing. You guys just give them champagne away? But... It's, uh, so I'm Daniel. I'm with uh, Roofing Business Builder. And so uh, just showing why they should go to trade shows. So this is, see, and she's a sweetheart too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so this is what I'm doing. Um, rubbing shoulders with people that I know, maintaining relationships. Relationships start from being at trade shows. You can talk to a whole lot of people in a short period of time. You can sit up there in the office and send emails, which is great. You should be doing that. But let's face it, um, <laughs> you get so much done in just a short period of time. They have all kinds of training classes, but... Uh, that's beautiful. I mean, you can walk for... Uh, it takes hours to walk through the show and talk to all these people. So I literally did already go around and talk to everyone earlier. And uh, I decided to come in here and make this video so that way you guys can see uh, what it's like. Especially if you haven't been. Or if you haven't been in a while, it's time to start coming again. 
Um, spend the money. Spend the money on the education. Pay the little extra money to do the classes. And when we do the classes, you're going to learn something. Um, spend the money on the roofing business builder. Do the, do the course. Because when you do that, you're going to make a lot more money. You're going to avoid making those mistakes that you would make. I mean, mistakes after mistakes. It takes years uh, to learn what works and what doesn't work. And you know what I say is I don't believe in mistakes. I, I believe in we're making small discoveries of that. Well, I did that, but that didn't work. So how can I do it differently? And then you try again. Well, you can come to these places where someone's already done that maybe over the years. And when someone's already done that over the years, what you're going to find is they're sharing that valuable information that will save you thousands and thousands of dollars. So I'm just walking through here. I'm, wa I'm walking around the show and I thought this was interesting. You guys like to watch interesting things. So this is uh, Kirk. 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 And I'm with Century Wiring Cable. How are you guys? I want to show you some really cool things, that innovative things that we've done with extension cords that you use on a job site. It's really self-explanatory. I'll show you how it works. I think it's backwards. It could be back. Oh, no, it's not. Just like that. What, it, what you heard was you heard the sound of it actually locking in place. It holds 80 pounds of pull strength. That way, time is money. When you have to climb a ladder, climb down a ladder for to plug in your cord, you waste valuable time. We always tie it a certain way. Yes, you can actually tie it in a knot, and you know what that creates? An OSHA find if OSHA or a fire marshal ever comes onto a job site. Did you hear this, guys? It's also very, very, it causes uh, the actual ground pin on your extension cord to get weakened to actually fall off as well. That would happen so, eventually, yeah. Now, one of the cool things that we're, our company also does is we actually custom print the cords. Every 12 inches down the length of the jacket of the cord, we will print your company name. We put them in different colors, right? If people are going to steal stuff on job sites, I just don't want them to steal your stuff. Yeah. My brother would always, you know, with our roofing company back in the day, we he actually scribed initials of everything. So, you know, and it was true that other people, he was at someone else's shop and then he goes, hey, that's mine. Yeah, and some people will actually buy perfectly good cords with a spray paint and spray paint them just to make sure it doesn't look very Tacky. Ta yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at step it up, guys. That's, That's what it. Kirk's saying. So. That's it. So if you're interested, reach yeah. out. Yeah, what's the name of the company again? Uh, it's Mill Spec Industries. Mill Spec Industries. Let's go over here and check this out. Mill Spec Industries. So check it out. And uh, hey, thanks again, Kurt. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Be safe. I thought maybe uh, I thought this looked introduce like you to okay. another person that you may have seen on the podcast before. So, um, but again, innovation. I saw there's a guy that I'm going to interview in a couple of weeks uh, for the podcast that has uh, like these sticky pants where he, he doesn't, you won't fall off the roof if you're doing residential. But I think that that's uh, value for you. And so I decided I'm going to bring a few people on the podcast that are uh, doing some innovative ideas, innovative things. This is the show though. It just keeps going on and on forever. We also have uh, steak knives, steak knives at a at a roofing show. But hey, but it works though. Do you guys make any money off of this on the roofers? Yeah. Good. So it's worthwhile to do a trade show. That 
I'm, I'm Daniel with Roofing Business Builder. And so um, I, I have a podcast, the Roofing oh, Business cool. Builder podcast, and I'm teaching the roofers to do things that really will speed up their monies quicker, to find quicker customers. Would you highly recommend them to do a, a trade show? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's where, you, that's where you find specific people in the business. So. And look, all right, what's the name of your knives? Cutco. Uh, Cutco. Yeah, so we brand them, so we put your company logos, info on the knives, and we can give them oh. knives. So you're, you're saying then a roofer can actually um, get their knives, gifts for like Christmas clients. time, or clients, clients a high-end client. Yep. client. Yep. So just imagine that. You know, every morning when they, they're, they're waking up, or every evening when they're cutting up their food, yep. who are they thinking about? My number one roofer. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> that's cool. Actually, I didn't talk to them earlier, so I'm glad I did. See? You guys helped me out. Um, innovation. Oh, there's the booth. Ah, here we go. What's going on? So you guys remember Jeff. Jeff. Hey, everybody. Yeah, so uh, just shooting a little video to explain to everyone uh, that trade shows are important. Absolutely. And I, I say that trade shows are important not only to do in your niche, right? but also uh, to come to a trade show where you can educate yourself on the latest, greatest stuff that's going on in the There's industry. new stuff every single time. Yep. Every single time. But I was talking with the guys down there about a, uh, a tile-saving deal, and I was joking with uh, one of my old bosses about how much that would have saved me because... I'm notorious for breaking tiles. <laughs> and, uh, they've now got a tile saver. So you never know. There's all kinds of new stuff every time. If you want to be a cutting edge roofer. What happens is that we get so busy with like, if I'm not there, if I'm not at the, the, the job site, then things are going to be done right or whatever. And it's like, no, guys, uh, take the time. Don't worry. Um, it's Your place is not going to burn down. <laughs> Your guys are gonna. Your stack of to dos is still gonna be there a week later. Yeah, and you'll get them done. So, yeah. But hey, thanks. Good to see you. You got it, man. Great to see you. And that, of course, was Jeff McCurdy from Castagra Coatings Company. And that was basically walking around the show. And now it's time for. Did you know? Did you know? that most manufacturers have an engineering department. So if you have questions about whether there's a compatibility issue or if there's questions about how to maintain a warranty, then it's really important to call the manufacturer and ask them. Uh, a lot of times I'll see roofers that would uh, go up and put incompatible products on a roofing system that's leaking and they they really want to do this because maybe they need the money and they're just gonna repair it but the thing is is that warranty I mean that roof could actually have a warranty and there may be over 10 or maybe 15 years left on the warranty so when we put incompatible products on there it's really uh, voiding the warranty of that roofing system so you can go from hero to zero within a few months because a few months later you may get a phone call and that owner that may have been your new customer that may have had another 20 roofs for you to go and look at or possibly re-roof re well you may have lost that customer 
because that's a lot of money. Sometimes we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. And what they'll have to do is they'll have to find a contractor that is licensed uh, with that product uh, that has the warranty and they're going to cut out all that work that you charged the customer for and then redo it so that way it would be put back into warranty. So something to think about, always call the engineering department of the manufacturer of whichever roof that you're working on. Something to know too is that if you're not licensed with that product, you're not going to get that job. So. Uh, do your best, do your due diligence. Uh, what you want to do is maintain that customer. Uh, if you can't get the roof on this building, if they have more buildings, why not just focus on developing that relationship so that way that customer is going to look at you as their new roofer. Well, that's it for the show, guys. I hope this has been exciting. It was an exciting week for me uh, going to IRE. Uh, there's lots of trade shows to be able to go to, but the big trade show that I want you to focus on is a trade show around your micro niche. If you don't know what a micro niche is, uh, be sure to go back through the other episodes of the podcast or go to roofingbusinessbuilder.com and uh, ask about that niche. Uh, you can go to the YouTube channel, that's Roofing Business Builder's YouTube channel, and I think we have Niche Mastery. It was one of our webinars. So check that out. And until next time, I don't always consult on commercial roofing, but when I do, I make millionaires. Stay wealthy, my friends.